We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Hello and welcome to <laughs> TV Times 3 episode 136 <laughs> Today we have some cancellation news A brief look at the fall 2012 TV season And then we'll be talking about the season finales of a bunch of shows I don't watch and okay, How I Met Your Mother, Heart of Dixie, Grey's Anatomy, Sherlock, and the series premiere of Common Law with a little bit of reality check in there. Uh, full show notes will be with time codes for each segment will be at tvtimes3.com slash 136. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com. I'm Ray. I mean, you can go to my website, but I haven't updated in forever, so. No, I'm Ray. <laughs> if you really want to go to my website, you probably already know it. <laughs> I'm just Ray and Amory. You had ample opportunity to add anything in you wanted to talk about into the show list, but no, I know, but I wasn't really paying attention. If we're being that honest. is what I told her today as well. <laughs> I well she does have things to say to about those episodes, so I have things to add about shows I'm not watching, so it's all going to work out. There we go. Yeah. So in news, uh, it's funny because most of these cancellations I'm sad about. Um, a&E has canceled Breakout Kings after two seasons. I really like that show just because I like Jimmy Smith a lot. That's his name, right? Jimmy Smith? Right? <laughs> like him so much, I'm not really sure on his name. What is his name? Now I'm really... Con- no, it's Jimmy. Mary from Psych. Yes, it's Jimmy. Yes. Um, MTV has canceled I Just Want My Pants Back after one season. I thought that was a really smart show. It sucks. Sci-Fi has canceled Sanctuary after four seasons, which, if we're being honest, I watched like two episodes. And lastly, CBS has renewed Rules of Engagement for a seventh season, bringing their overall total to 100 episodes after these 13. But this show will not die, ever. And I expect we'll be beyond 100 episodes someday soon. Probably not. They'll probably get rid of it now that it's 100. Now that it's 100 years old. No, now that they have like basic, I mean, no, I now, know, now they, they have they enough actually, syndication, like, syndicated and... they'll get rid of it. Although I think it performs decently for them, and that's probably why they keep bringing it back. Because it's they funny can, because CBS seems to like try and they try and kill it by putting it on like Saturday nights and putting it on wherever they need to fill something, and like it always does well. Yeah, it's been quite the bench performer for them. You know, it just waits to come in and pinch hit at any time. It's funny, the cast is always like, yeah, they're always like, well, our network hates us, but the show's really funny. And I'm like, your network does hate you, and I'm sorry about that. Um, what was I going to comment on? Oh, the sci-fi thing, which I don't actually care about, Sanctuary. I mean, I like the people on it, but I don't care about the show itself. But I have issues with the way sci-fi, the way they handle their cancellations. Just be upfront and do it. Don't, like... Don't play that game where you take forever, and then when you finally announce it, it's kind of like this small little announce. You know what I mean? Like, especially for something that's been on for four seasons, right? Like you have the kind of shows where you have people who really want to know that kind of stuff, and those are the people you appear to want to watch those shows. So, treat them a little better. That's all I have to say about that. Yes, have issues with there. I mean, they do it with everything, so it's not like it's just Sanctuary. They do it exactly. It's like they're afraid of a backlash, but I mean. You're going to get more of a backlash by doing this kind of shadiness. Exactly. Just be open about it. So that's uh, Ray's offer soapbox for a minute. <laughs> uh, Patty, I just wanted to comment about Patty's response to my 
um, my just I don't know what is it my Diet. how I described Desperate Housewives or whatever not Desperate Housewives once upon a time. And uh, Patty, I think there might be something in this episode that I'm going to describe a show in disdain again. So previews. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. There you have it. Um, All right. All right, River. What are we talking about right now? Now it's time for a brief look at the fall 2012 TV schedule. Yeah, I thought we'd just uh, go through the schedule day by day. Talk about the... uh, There you go. (laughs) And uh, talk about some of the new shows, where where they've moved some shows. and, uh, And then at the end of it we have a sort of a five questions to uh there was a quiz we had homework i didn't do it <laughs> yes <Some> shocker pop <laughs> quiz amory uh so we'll start out with sunday because that's where my calendar starts uh abc will have america's funniest home videos once upon a time and then revenge has moved to sundays and that'll be followed by a new show 666 park avenue cbs has uh, 60 Minutes, The Amazing Race, The Good Wife, and The Mentalist has moved to close out that night. Uh, Fox has uh, football, uh, and then the Cleveland show, or their postgame show, and then the Cleveland show, The Simpsons, Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, and then American Dad. And NBC has Sunday Night Football. So what do you think about Sunday nights? I'll be watching... The Amazing Race, The Good Wife, The Mentalist, for sure. Once upon a time, I will check back in to see what they do with the purple fog of death or whatever. Revenge, I'm watching. 666 Park Avenue, I'm going to check out. And Bob's Burgers, you are my hero. Beef Squatch, everybody! It looks like they finally decided that that's going to be on the schedule. Not gonna... <laughs> they're, they're putting it into the lineup. Yeah. What about you, Ray? I have no real commentary. <laughs> you watch Revenge, you shut your mouth. And you watch The Amazing Race. I know, but I don't really have a commentary about those things. You guys already know I'm watching those things. Maybe somebody new is listening and doesn't know <clears throat> Oh my god, whatever. <laughs> I am watching Once Upon a Time, Revenge, and The Amazing Race. I suppose I will check out those other things, but I'm not really interested in them. So, And by those other things, I mean 66 Park, whatever. You're checking into a different show called 66 Park Avenue. <laughs> yeah, Ray's going to be checking out about six blocks the other direction. <laughs> um, That's about how interested in the show I am. So yeah, exactly. Uh, Revenge, I think, is a it's a good you know move for them. That's sort of their ABC. That's you know Thursdays at nine and Sundays at nine are their big uh, you know time slots, but putting up against the good wife that's a uh, two shows that <laughs> I, I mean really lucky like. for me i have a dvr with four slots so i'm not that concerned that's what she said. and 666 <laughs> 666 park avenue very creepy and uh I, I i will be checking it out i'm i'm looking forward to seeing more of it okay so on to monday monday abc is dancing with the stars and castle and CBS is How I Met Your Mother, followed by New Show Partners, followed by Two Broke Girls taking over the Two and a Half Men time period, followed by Mike and Molly, and then Hawaii Five O. And the CW has Nine O Two One O and Gossip Girl. Fox has Bones and New Show The Mop Doctor. And NBC has The Voice, followed by New Show Revolution. So how about Mondays for you, Amory? 
yeah, castle. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, real. I mean, I'll watch The Voice and and I'll watch Castle. I think Revolution is going to be a. It's going to be like the event. Like, I feel like it's going to fail immediately. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, the Mob Doctor. I don't know. Bones. I haven't even watched the last part of this season. I don't know what's going on. Maybe I'll catch up. I do like Zach Guilford very much, and he's in the Mob Doctor. So maybe that's reason enough to watch it. But otherwise, eh. Don't you like the girl? The what? The, the actual mob doctor. Don't you like her? Yeah, yeah, I do. In me, in my boys on TBS. You don't think you'll like her in this? <laughs> no. You don't think no, you'll I like don't. her as the mob doctor? I don't think I'm going to like her in a serious doctor role. Although still sh- set in Chicago, so, you know. Yeah, who Maybe knows? she stopped maybe the sports reporting and went to med school. Hmm. Um... I was far away from my schedule, so I couldn't answer for a second. (laughs) 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 Besides the ones I already watched, which, okay, new people, How I Met Your Mother and Castle. (laughs) How I Met Your Mother and Castle. (laughs) Um, I have Partners Down, which I didn't hate the clips like everybody else did, so we'll see how I feel about it when I see the actual show. Wait, which Um, one? Partners. I saw the trailer and I didn't love it. Plus... I have a big problem, and we've talked about this before. I have a big problem with Paul Zabricki from ER because he killed Carter. That's why I didn't watch Numbers. That's why I he's my least favorite part of 10 Things I Hate About one? You. Yeah. He's the one who killed Carter. Okay. No, he stabbed Carter. He killed Lucy. And I was devastated. I meant on partners. Yes. Jesus. He's not the guy from Ugly Betty. Right. <laughs> I knew that. Which was... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I like the guy from Ugly Betty. Yeah, me too. Um, so, and I didn't mind the clips. Like, everybody else seemed to hate them, but I didn't mind no, them. I didn't so I will check them. it out. Revolution. I am also apprehensive about it. However, um, it's kind of the show itself, the concept of the show is kind of right up my alley. So it's on my list to check out, but, I mean, I'm not holding my breath about it. Right. And sorry, um, Joe... I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, because she commented about people saying from the start, being afraid to watch something, and that's why. But, I'm, you know, after a while, especially with, like, NBC, after a while you do get afraid to watch something because I don't want to get involved in a long serial show if consistently they cancel those kind of shows. So right. Right. why do they keep picking them up if they just are not going to do it? Anyway, whatever. It's because nobody, nobody ends up watching them. On on the other hand, I, if a a, a medium sized group of people watches the show, it'll probably make it into an, another season on NBC. You know, I they true. You you look at what NBC has done recently, and it's not like they. I mean, you've got to really fail to get booted this off is of true. NBC. I'm curious about it, so I'll check it out. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm definitely I'm interested in Revolution. It. I like the, you know, I like the trailer. Um, it plays really well to pique my interest in the type of things that I like. You know, Twilight movies. No, the dad is the dad from Twilight, isn't that true? Amory, that would require watching the Twilight movies <laughs> to know that. <laughs> and since you're the only one who does that, at least remembering. Oh, sadly, I've seen them all. All right. Why you gotta say it? Just be quiet. <laughs> Not enough to for it to have penetrated the brain to remember things like that. That's what you say. But now that you mention it, he is. But yeah. Okay. So on to Tuesday. 
Uh, Tuesday, ABC has the will have Dancing with the Stars results, followed by Happy Endings and Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23 and Private Practice. CBS has NCIS, NCIS Los Angeles, and New Show Vegas. Uh, the CW has Heart of Dixie, uh, followed by new show Emily Owens, MD. And Fox has a new two-hour comedy block with Raising Hope, followed by new show Ben and Kate, then New Girl, and new show The Mindy Project. And NBC has The Voice, followed by new show Go On and The New Normal, and then Parenthood. Okay. I'm going to check out Vegas, because I like Dennis Quaid, and I like Michael Chiklis, and I like Jason O'Mara. So there could be something there for me, but I don't typically love a Tuesday night CBS drama. I liked Unforgettable, but it just lost me. So we'll see. ABC, absolutely happy endings. And I'll check out Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment, I'm saying it, in Apartment 23, um, because it's grown on me. Uh, NBC, I didn't love either of the clips I saw for Go On or The New Normal, but I'll check them out just to see. And of course I'm watching Parenthood. Are you kidding me? Of course I'm watching Parenthood. Everything on Fox. And I said this to, I said this, I think I put it on Twitter and I said it to Ray. But anything that includes like a three-point turn gone all awry, like in Austin Powers where he gets the little tiny like Zamboni machine like stuck sideways in the hallway. What I loved about, I mean, I thought the Ben and Kate clip actually was funnier than I expected. I liked that faxon, but didn't expect to like the clip. I thought when he was like, I'm going to need you to get out to the five-year-old, I just thought <laughs> that sold it for me. So I hope the show lives up to that. Um, so I'll definitely watch all four episodes, four shows on Fox, just because I like Mindy Kaling. And I didn't love the trailer, but I like her, so I'm going to give it some time. And then, um, actually, I'm going to watch Heart of Dixie because I love it. And Emily Owens, MD, because I love Mamie Gummer. So Tuesday for me so far is looking busy in the nine o'clock hour, but actually the eight o'clock hour is going to be pretty. Rude Would you just too. save that for the homework portion of this? <laughs> what? That was a question in the homework, which if you read the homework, you would know. <laughs> oh, the this DVR thing. Yes, sorry, I'll save it for the homework, the homework section of the show. <laughs> Ray, what are you watching on Tuesdays? I am watching. Raising Hope, Heart of Dixie, New Girl, Happy Endings, Parenthood. And, you know, I originally had Go On on my list only because I like Matthew Perry. However, I have since taken it off my list since that would <laughs> give me three things at a time. <laughs> Save it for the homework, Ray. And that I didn't answer the question, Amron. <laughs> <laughs> you alluded to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I put New Normal on here. I wasn't necessarily in love with the clips either, but I kind of like the idea of it. Of course, it is Ryan Murphy. Yeah. So I'll probably like the beginning of it <laughs> and then hate it by season two. <laughs> but on the other hand, Ali is running Ali um, Adler. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Adler? Yeah. Um, is running, is the co-runner on the show. So I do like her a lot. So I'm hopeful that with all the other things he's doing, that she actually controls a little more of it than he does. Um, anyway, and then Ben and Kate is also on my list. That cl- I mean, the trailer really surprised me for that show. Yeah. And, and for the record, I hate Mindy just... Kaling, which just proves the point that everybody says that I hate all women comics. So <laughs> I don't hate Mindy Kaling. I don't find her funny. So, sorry. I'm not watching her show. That is an interesting thing to have three networks with comedies on at the same time uh is uh 
is kind of interesting. And Happy Endings New Girl is uh, sort of the same demographic of uh, viewer they're going for. Happy uh, Parenthood will be back. Yay! And, and I and I really I liked I I like Matthew Perry. Uh, I didn't like his Mr. Sunshine show, but uh, I love Mr. Sunshine. Um, <laughs> but but I really like the clip for Go On. I like. I I laughed a few times in there. I just uh, I think I think this may play a little better towards what he's good at, um, in on the comedy side. Um, although it's always strange to have, uh, as opposed to a show created by him for his. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, well, I I don't I don't think it I don't think it really uh, I don't know I it, I don't think it worked. Um, but anyways, we're not talking about shows that got canceled last season. <laughs> season before correct not the one that we're all right sorry go on i'm sorry <laughs> i just was teasing anyway <laughs> i think it's funny but uh i do like the potential of fox's new comedy night mm-hmm. so i i am interested uh, in that and uh emily owens md i mean i like you know some of the people in the cast so i'll probably check that out and vegas Cat-Bray's, i don't need to watch that <laughs> and vegas has uh, a fantastic cast yeah um, so I mean, and that I don't care about the thing of you know people trying to do stuff back in the '60s or capture this, that, or the other thing. I'm just interested in good stories. I don't care where mm-hmm. they come from. And that one looked uh, interesting to me. In the boring to me. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, Wednesday. ABC will be the middle suburgatory, Modern Family, followed by new show The Neighbors and new show Nashville. Uh, CBS will be Survivor, Criminal Minds, CSI. Uh, the CW has new show Arrow, followed by uh, Supernatural. And Fox has The X Factor. And NBC has Animal Practice, Guys with Kids, uh, two new comedies, followed by Law & Order SVU, and new show Chicago Fire. Okay. So, for me, it's going to be Survivor, um, The Middle Suburgatory Modern Family, leaving a little space there to skip Neighbors. Trust me, you'll you'll agree. <laughs> um, Nashville, I'll be watching, even though I, I want to just punch Hayden Panettiere whenever I ever see her, ever. Like, literally want to punch her. Um, seems like you're supposed to feel that way about that character, so. It's true. Um, so it works. Yes. Animal Practice. Much like Lana Perilla like on Once Upon a Time. Yeah, I just hate her. Um, Animal Practice. Um, you hate all women, Amory. I do. Animal Practice. And you I'd just like- hate... Women comics, so like a subset of... Uh, Guys with Kids look like the dumbest thing ever made. Um, And I'll be watching Chicago Fire, but Wednesdays are pretty light for me. Was the animal one on this one? Yeah, animal practice. animal practice, yes. So how about you, Ray? Oh, it was my turn. (laughs) Here's the thing about animal practice. It's probably... I just love Justin Kirk, but it's not on my list for the record, but... (laughs) It was reminding me that I love him, so I feel torn. Like, I feel like I want to watch it, but... I don't really want to watch it. Um, I just have the middle of Modern Family. Sorry. Everything else. Why do you not watch Suburgatory? Did we talk about this before? Because I don't like it. I don't find it funny. Sorry. I I watched several episodes lately, and I still don't find it funny. So, moving on. Moving on. I'm not even pretending to put it on my list. (laughs) Just to make people happy. So, uh, I'm interested to check out Arrow. Standing around, people. Uh, once it uh, comes out on the CW, and the neighbors is supremely strange, and I don't see it 
lasting very long. And listen, I love Jamie Gertz. Although I, was, I, I although I laughed two or three times fan. during it, so that's, I laughed a couple times. But a lot of times I said to I don't know if I was talking to Ray as I was watching it, but I I was making comments about how ridiculous it was to somebody. I wasn't reviewing it, so back down off that horse. You just um, told me it was odd. It is really odd. It's really odd. Yeah, or strange. And uh, then uh, hey, I'm sorry. What's the difference between odd and strange? And why can't I say odd? You can. I just... Okay. Anyway, just confirming. Uh, Chicago Fire. I will check out. And granted... the amount of hot bodies in that show alone, you know, I'll be watching it, people. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Nashville. Granted, I've only seen the new fall, the new ABC series so far that I've actually seen the episodes. That's, right now, it's my favorite show coming. Don't you want to punch Aiden Panettiere before she even talks? <laughs> no, not before she talks. Because she's standing <clears throat> boobs out. Oh, my God. I don't, the way I she don't mind her. The way she makes me want to punch her. The character was supposed to be The character was supposed to be like that. That's the difference. It's not the character. I don't hate the character. I hate her. Like Lana Perula, I don't hate the character. <laughs> but see, I don't hate Hayden Panettiere. I don't hate the character Hayden, that Hayden's playing. Hayden is this character in real life. You can just tell. <laughs> so you well, then it works. The so maybe she's well. not acting. Well, I guess essentially I do hate the character because I hate the real life person. Whatever. Oh. I, thought it, I thought it worked really well. And then, you know, Connie Britton and Eric Close and Connie Britton is Birth, a Booth and uh, at the, the cast is, is phenomenal. And I think it's a pretty good idea. There's some There's some interesting things within that, you know, sort of the pop country using pop country music as as sort of the backdrop of of it is uh but there was definitely some very funny moments in it as well as dramatic moments but anyways we'll move on to thursday Mm -hmm. uh which abc has new show last resort followed by Grey's anatomy and scandal cbs has the big bang theory followed by two and a half men uh person of interest and new show elementary Uh, the cw has the vampire diaries and new show beauty and the beast uh, Fox has The X Factor, followed by Glee. And NBC has 30 Rock, Up All Night, The Office, Parks and Rec, and Rock Center with Brian Williams. Thursdays. Okay. The Big Bang Theory. 30 Rock. Up All Night. The Office. Parks and Recreation, absolutely, without a doubt, 100%, always. Elementary, because I love me some Johnny Lee Miller, and I have since Hackers. Oh my god. I love Hackers. Let me have a moment. And uh, I watched... Scandal. I'm surprised how much I fell in love with Scandal um, because I really hate the way Carrie Washington talks, but I think she's she's incredible. There's just something about the way her face contorts. It's terrible. It's it just drives me crazy. But she's amazing. It's hard to to explain. Um, But I love that show, and I'm glad that that's coming back. And um, sorry, Grace Anatomy. I was gonna go back, but we'll save it for the comments later. Um, But now I'm not. And also, I really liked Last Resort. So um, I love Sean Ryan. I love the people involved in the show. So I'm looking forward to the rest of that. Oh, and I will check back in with Glee probably just to laugh at it. Because I kind of really hate it. Anywho. I remember when you hated people who hated it. (laughs) I I was not at all making a commentary. I just thought, (laughs) I'm just saying. I don't know that I hated people who hated it, but I hated people who watched it and hated it and then talked about hating it. So I'm like on Twitter, on Twitter and everything. So what you're saying is that next season you're going to watch it and hate it, but you're not going to tweet about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it and hate it, but I'm not going to talk about it. Okay. 
I drive people crazy with my hatred for it. Like I, like others have driven me crazy with it. Maybe I'll still drive Ray crazy with it because I probably will still talk to her about it. But I'm not going to tweet about it. So you have that to. So you have that to look forward to, Ray. I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, and I'm watching The Vampire Diaries, and I'm going to check out The Last Resort. Is anybody going to watch Beauty and the Beast? No, not if they're smart. No, no. Because oh. Kristen Carrick sucks. She's terrible. She's not a comic. I don't care if she's not a comic. She's just a bad actress. That's the... She's terrible. I don't dislike her comedy. Well, probably I do. <laughs> I don't dislike her comedy. Like, That's I don't hate Mindy Kaling. I don't hate Tina Fey, the people. I just, I'm, I don't find their comedy funny. Comedy. That's it. Exactly. And you since they're running people. comedy shows, I don't watch them. However, I just do not think she's a very good actress. I don't know how I'm going to buy her as a tough cop, homicide cop. Really? Not, no, no. She's about also, really he's not a beast. I'm sorry. The whole point of the story is that he's actually, like, not that he turns into a beast, that he looks like a beast and that she overcomes the way he looks. Whatever. Can't deal with it. <laughs> Real issues with that. Yeah. Okay. Chris so I'm not watching it. Yeah, Last Resort is really good. Definitely looking forward to seeing more of that. And uh, I'm interested in, in elementary. Uh, I like anything based around Sherlock Holmes, you know, whether set in the past, set now, you know, set in New York, set, set in England. I don't care. I just like anything that sort of revolves around that idea. Doesn't mean it's going to work out well, but, uh, and I also like, you know, I like Johnny Lee Miller. Probably not for the same reason as Amory. Are you coming out of the closet? But, uh, but <laughs> Did you just tell us that you're in love with Johnny Lee Miller and I missed it? No, I said not for the same reason I as I missed Amory. your big moment. <laughs> anyway, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> distracted. I really like Lucy Liu. How do you like that? There we go. I love Lucy Liu. Maybe I just did. I love Lucy Liu, but I did not like her in these clips. She was really good on Southland this year. This is definitely one that I'm intrigued by the idea, but you definitely are going to need to see, like, an episode to see what they're doing with it, like, how it's really going to work. Maybe. I already got my modern-day Sherlock. I don't need another one. See, I'm perfectly fine with having two. Yeah. I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> I really love the other one, so. Well, see, that's the thing, though. As I really like, I really like Sherlock as well, but that doesn't mean that I'm not going to like another version of it. And, or that I won't check it out just because I like this other one so well. I was open to the idea of it, but then I saw the clips and I decided, no, I'm not open to the idea of it anymore. <laughs> um, I just, sorry, a related topic. I guess I'll bring it up later. Never mind. Okay, so <laughs> jumping to Friday, ABC is uh, Shark Tank, Primetime What Would You Do in 2020. CBS has CSI New York, followed by a new show Made in New Jersey, or Made in Jersey. Wait, it should be worth pointing out that in November, which is still the fall, ABC also has Last Man Standing in Malibu Country. Uh, okay. And then okay. Uh, Blue Bloods. Because I wanted to talk about Tim Allen, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and then CW has America's Next Top Model, followed by Nikita. And Fox has Touch, followed by Fringe. And NBC has one of the strangest, con- <laughs> one of the strangest nights of all, with Whitney, Community, and Grimm, followed by Dateline NBC. Okay. I will not be watching Made in Jersey because I hate that girl. <laughs> hate her. Um, from something that else. is a personal thing. I hate her. Um, <laughs> no, but I do like else. Blue Bloods. 
Huh? It's personal for someone else. Huh? Okay. Gotcha. Um, Blue Bloods. I will be watching because I do love Blue Bloods. Um, and I do love Donnie Wahlberg. Big New Kids on the Block fan. Um, ABC in the fall. Or I'll be watching Last Man Standing. And as much as I hated it, I'll probably watch Malibu Country. Because I love Reba. Um, I'm not watching Whitney. I couldn't care less about Community, even though I'll probably check in now and then. And so Grimm I really like. Did you... Does ABC have Malibu Country up and you watch the whole episode? Yes. All right. I just wanted and to know what you were hating on it because you saw the episode. Is it or any better than the clips? No. But I still loved it. And that's it. You said you hated it. I'm confused. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, hated it, but I love Reba, so I'm probably going to end up being a fan. Just like your... Never mind. Yes, exactly. Like her never mind. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. She likes Last Man Standing because she likes Tim Allen. I love Last Man Standing. Love it. It's kind of a terrible show, but I love it. See, that's what I meant. (laughs) It's just like Last Man Standing. All right. Okay. Which is good that they're paired together, I guess. (laughs) Ray, are you going to watch TV at all on Fridays? Nope, I'm not. So you can go right on, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll, you know, I'll check out Made in Jersey, but uh, the the only thing that was (laughs) weird about that was watching the trailer, which was also sort of a behind the scenes of the show as well, and so. You had her doing her Jersey accent, but then her real British accent, and it was that was actually done. She does a pretty good. She does a pretty good accent, considering that she's a a British. Why couldn't they just hire somebody from Jersey? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, I'm like, gonna bite my tongue on why she probably got hired. Because then they because then they wouldn't Damn be right. acting. But yeah, Nikita, Fringe, Grimm, Blue Bloods. It's a uh, I'll, there's plenty of stuff I'll be uh, watching. I'm interested to see what happens to Community now that it's actually been picked up, but that mostly but that it's not going to be. Uh, maybe maybe it'll actually become broader. Maybe it'll be good. In, maybe I'll enjoy watching it. Okay. Lastly, uh, uh, Saturday has. Uh, I wasn't covered in the news, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, go on. Yeah. College football. CBS has reruns and 48 Hours Mystery. Uh, Fox has uh, will have college football as well, and uh, NBC has uh, reruns on Saturday. So that uh, that sort of have we've gone through the schedule, and now we have uh, our five questions. So, what show are you most sad about its cancellation, Amory? I'm actually not terribly sad about many like any of the cancellations, but Awake, I'm I'm disappointed. Because I, it got so good, and I could see so much. I think it was good all along. Yeah, exactly. But I'm, I'm like, I can just see it, it's propelling like with so much on the edge of my seat type um, excitement that I'm, I'm sad. I'm sad about it. My caveat here is that I'm not talking about shows that ended the season. I'm just talking about shows that were canceled. To be clear, so right. when I don't mention Chuck, everybody's not like shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I also had a wake because I, but I feel the same way. Like I, I wasn't sad about it per se, but disappointed because it was such a good show. Um, and one for the record, I was not going to watch. So right. if I'm saying it's a good show, you all should have been watching it. It's true. <laughs> and then I had, it's it's a tie really. Besides awake between breaking in and um, good Christian bitches. Sorry. Oh, you know what. I really like GCB too. I was that was more kind of like a surprise, like what? Right, it was a fun, fluffy. Yeah, 
it wasn't – I was kind of expecting it to be more like Desperate Housewives and I mean that in a bad way because I didn't really like how Desperate Housewives kind of devolved over the years. But instead it was more of a campy, fun kind of drama that centered on a lot of women that I liked. Um, right. And I think I would also say bent but really I didn't – there wasn't enough time for bent <laughs> yeah. reach sadness. I mean, you know, Bent, Best Best Friends Forever, Breaking In, those are three comedies I'm sad to see go. But nothing really, like, so many shows I wanted renewed were renewed, so it's like, whatever. Yeah, Bent and Breaking In, but Breaking In wasn't really, you know, it sort of had already... Since it had already right. been canceled so once before, it had already been canceled once before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think, yeah, as gone. as with you guys, my top, uh, like the one I'm most disappointed in is cancellation, while completely understandable. Uh, right. But the one I'd most like to continue to see more of is Awake. I can't wait till the finale. I'm like, I can't wait to see what happens. Okay, so what show that you thought might get canceled that didn't? Are you most happy that it was renewed? Heart of Dixie. Yeah, Heart of Dixie for me, too, because I I thought for sure, once I started hearing, like, you know, Gossip Girl was definitely coming back, and I don't know, I just thought for sure Heart of Dixie would go, and I actually, towards the end there, was kind of allowing the, we haven't heard anything about Parenthood, I bet it's gone, kind of hype to oh, get to I forgot to about Parenthood, too. Yeah. So I was excited when both of them were, ha- were renewed, because, you know, everything else, I kind of, nothing was really in danger that I was watching. So these two shows are, yeah, Heart of Dixie for sure and Parenthood, you know, to a lesser degree. I forgot that Parenthood was also a concern. Yeah, you kind of forget since it ended its season like so long ago. Like, like six years ago. Well, I think it's just that Heart of Dixie was the last one. That it, yeah. That yeah. It, like it was only those two really for me, but Heart of Dixie was the last one. So I think that's why it's fresh in my memory. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you there. Yeah. Ha- happy about Parenthood and Heart of Dixie. But for me, for me, it's Fringe. I'm glad they're getting a final season to close that out. Okay. So what show are you kind of happy is gone? <laughs> um, I hate my teenage daughter. <laughs> I mean, is that a surprise, though, that that was going to be canceled? No. No. I mean, here. Here's my list. I hate my teenage daughter, Charlie's Angels. And Ringer. Yeah. Not that Charlie's Angels was a long time ago, but deservedly so. Yes. But I mean, there are so many things I wish would have been canceled. Like, I wish they would have been one and done with Ashton Kutcher. I'm not watching it, but get rid of two and a half men. And, you know, me, I hate two broke girls. So even though it's huge for the network, I'm like, I wish that would have been canceled. But no, obviously <laughs> it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't have one that I'm like, well, yeah, Ringer, like, I'm glad it was gone because it kind of was like, look, your failed experiment to take a CBS show and put it on CW didn't work. Yeah, for me, I don't I don't really – this is the one question that I don't really have an answer to. Like, I'm – if a show gets canceled that I don't like or that I wasn't watching, I don't really care. Um, yeah. And, and, and there's, there's no – you know, there's no show that I, like, hate so much that uh, – I want it to go away. If if there's a show that other people like that I really don't like, I don't want their show to necessarily go away, you know, just because I don't like it. I'm glad that the Secret Kurtz can- circle was canceled. I just, I'm glad. Okay. So, what is your most anticipated new fall show? Having only seen ABC stuff right now, I'm going with The Last Resort. I've or seen National. nothing. I have seen nothing, so theoretically, I feel like I'm not allowed to say mid-season shows, am I? 
I had well, the mid-season show listed there, so I guess I can't say it. What um, was the mid-season show? The following, starring Kevin Bacon? No. Although that one would be a good one. Um, no. Goodwin Games. Based oh, yeah, entirely upon the cast. And yeah, the for cast no other amazing. reason. But theoretically, I should say The Last Resort for the same reason. But realistically, I'm going to say Ben and Kate. <laughs> yeah, that was a charming little trailer. I can't wait for more. Well, I have to say, just based on... There's a lot of ones that I, there's a lot of ones that I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, I, that I want to see, like Elementary and and Arrow and Revolution and Last Resort. But I the one that I'm already in on, <laughs> you know, like completely is Nashville. So I'll have to put that one as the one I'm most looking forward to see more of. Although since I haven't seen Revolution, it's almost right now my most anticipated just because I want to see what it is they're doing with that based yeah. on the. Okay, so the well, last question. You don't have to wait all the way to fall. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Go the, on. the last question. Uh, what time slot looks like it'll be your most crowded come fall? Amory. Um, Tuesdays <laughs> at nine. <laughs> um, you know, I don't think there was anything else besides Tuesdays at nine that looked like overwhelming for me. Not much going on Wednesdays, Mondays, Sundays. I mean,. Tuesdays at 9. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Let me consult my schedule. And that's just because it's the only one I can right now see that I'm going to sample. Ever, like Definitely watching Happy Endings, definitely watching New Girl, and sampling the other two new shows. So there's definitely four slots needed on my DVR. Right. I really actually do not have one time slot Maybe Tuesdays at eight because I have three shows there, but they're like the two half hours and then one hour, so it's still not really that crowded. Yeah. Um, like I said before, <laughs> I would say Tuesdays at nine, but I took one of those off my list because I don't have a DVR that records four things, so I can only record two at a time anyway. So I had to kind of eliminate one. I mean, Tuesdays are definitely my busiest night, but really. It's not like show on top of show. It's like because there's a bunch of comedies. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. So I don't really actually have one because, you know, maybe that'll change once I've sampled some shows. But for now, I don't Well, I don't really have that. Bit of the Tuesday, yeah, the, the second hour on Tuesday uh, with Happy Endings, New Girl, and Go On. Uh, you know, maybe Go On won't end up being on the list, but uh, we'll be checking out Emily Owens. But that one... Since there's three comedies at at nine, you know that's uh, that one, and then the other one, there's sort of three spots for me. I, the other one being ABC uh, with or Thursdays with Last Resort, Big Bang Theory, and Vampire Diaries, and then Fridays with Nikita Fringe and Grimm all on at the same time. I don't know. I'd probably have to say just based on that if. I ended up liking Emily Owens and that I do watch NCIS uh, Los Angeles, but usually that's on demand, you know, at, at some point mm-hmm. that might actually be that time period has the potential to be the most crowded with <laughs> the potential that there'd be something on that? every network. Tuesdays? Yeah. That there'd be the potential for me to want to, you know, or want to watch everything on at nine right. o'clock. Uh, so I'd have to go the Tuesdays at nine probably as the, Potentially most crowded. So, what about you, folks? What are you going to be watching this year? Yeah, next which year? yeah, what shows are, are you look looking forward to most, or that you want to know more about the most? Cool, cool. Amory. 
What? Nothing. You were one <laughs> cool away from making a reference you're not allowed to make. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, my God. This is really funny. So um, I love Joe from is – is he from Vulture, Joe Adelian? So everybody's talking about four people were canned from Smash today. And he, he just tweeted, in related news, I will not be returning to Smash next season either. Actually, I only watched the pilot. <laughs> Who knows? I love it. Because I won't be either. Anyway. Prime time! Running together! Anyway, prime time. How I Met Your Mother, Season 7, Episodes 23 and 24, The Magician's Code. I read a recap and watched the last five minutes, so you guys can discuss up until then. <laughs> Go for it, Ray. Connect. Um, I don't have a lot to discuss up until then. Um, I actually felt the first hour was a little ridiculous. <laughs> the first hour? Wasn't it only half an hour? Yes, sorry. Felt like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> just the, and it's funny because I read reviews that people liked all of the drunk stuff in the casino, and I just felt it was over the top and stupid, and I was over it within in the first five minutes. So, yeah, that's some of that. It gets into the storytelling style of that. Some of the, some of what you're seeing is what actually took place, and some of it are what the story was relayed to him, and now it's being relayed to somebody else. So it's secondhand. It it expands and so you're seeing the best of what he you know he recalls type of thing and so but yeah it was that got a little old of of them trying to here's where it got old back the trying to go up the stairs which (laughs) i know that that's supposed to be like the it is supposed to be what you just said it's supposed to be the narrative because he says that marshall says that's the hardest thing he's ever done but it like it just looked stupid and i usually like jason siegel's like kind of sight gags like physical humor but that one was just i was just like really really this is what we're watching right now this is the finale (laughs) so it just didn't work for me but i mean i like the show so it's not a it's just because it's one episode that didn't quite work doesn't make any mean anything but i I still like the show for whatever reason over the course of the season when they've hit on this like they did in the beginning these these episodes i don't know for some reason they don't work for me like with this Barney's wedding thing, you know, as the, uh, you know, and and the you know the the finally revealing who who the bride is, it all just seems like I don't know. Well, they spread there, that one out too long. Yeah, I think it's just yeah. There's just been like too much other stuff happening that like when it gets back into this, you forget like where it's supposed to be in the narrative that they're telling. Like, where is it in the story? I don't know. It just sort of is. Maybe I was watching it, I was too tired when I was watching it or something, but I just didn't really uh, care much for the whole hour, really. Um, see, I didn't mind some of the stuff that happens in that second hour, like some of the jokes and stuff that happened. So I well, think yeah. that it worked for me better. Um, the wedding thing, I just felt like it, they're spreading it out too far. Like, it's still going to go ha- still gonna get happening another season. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. really? This story started... Not la- not this past season, but the season before in the finale, and now we're going to spread it out yet over another season because you know it's they're not going to be able to tell you what happened immediately, right? Because there has to be some build up to what's happening. Uh, so I have issues in that regard. Like I don't necessarily. I mean, I want it to actually be her. So I'm hoping that they're not messing with us too much. But I don't know at this point because I know that they don't want them together. So how? Yeah, I mean, the if creators the don't eat. want them together. Who cares what other people think? Right. So anyway, okay, Amory. Now you can. I say wish. What. Okay, here's my two things. 
I wish that they could rewrite history and just let Victoria be the mother. And my other theory was that Victoria's name was changed in stories to the kids so that he could be like, and surprise, Victoria is your mother. Her name is Janet or whatever. Um, based on me, how much I like Ted and Victoria together. And she keeps coming back. But I know right, that's not the case, and it makes me really sad. I don't think the story, which I said this to you before, but I don't think I expounded on it, but the more I thought about it, because Greg asked me what your theory was. Because, um, <laughs> you know, he can't – he's on Twitter, but he refuses to reply on Twitter to anybody, talk Hello. to anybody. I don't even know his Twitter name, so I'm saying that, and I don't even know his name. I just that's know hysterical. that he reads my Twitter. Um, anyway, he – when I was talking to him about it, I commented on the fact that she was supposed to be in that class, so I don't see how she could possibly have been – Without him being like, oh, hey, Victoria, why are you right. in my class? Because <laughs> um, he certainly would have noticed her in that situation where he felt uncomfortable. So right. I just feel like it can't be her. I mean, maybe – I mean, they could probably pull it off, but they probably won't. I just wish they would have a meter. Like, I don't really have a problem with – they obviously have a problem with the idea. They feel like the show has to end with a meeting her, but right. I feel like the show has longevity if you just ignore the name of it and you just have her meet her, have a meter, and then have it be stories about them. But whatever. This is an old argument that yeah. you don't have. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to change anything. <laughs> anyway, I just – I. I thought the second hour was better than the first hour, but overall I was kind of disappointed in the finale. Yeah, I'd have to concur with that. Even though I, I've enjoyed this entire season, so so whatever. We'll see. I'm not watching it next season. I said that this year, and I pretty much stuck to it. <laughs> like, I didn't watch I, – I wasn't even sure what Barney – like, I knew that Becky Newton was on the show, but, like, didn't know enough about her to, like, care. I was really proud of myself. Show, though. I liked her character. I mean, I like her in general, but it didn't make me want to watch the show. Although that's um, been a problem with them bringing on people to the show all along, especially more recently in, in later years, is that you don't really care too much about because you know they're not going to be around. Well, see, she could have been around, and I, I wouldn't even have known that she wasn't going to be around until somebody annoyingly on Twitter spoiled me. <laughs> but then, of course, obviously it was upfront time, and we found out she's in a different show. Right. And, she, I mean, she's in one of their shows, so clearly <laughs> – it wasn't even a matter of she got stolen away. She clearly was not going to be on the show because they cast her. So, but like Cal Penn, you know, all all these different relationships along the way, you know, or anybody that they've paired up for the most part with Ted, you know, well, with Ted, but Cal Penn wasn't with Ted. Yeah, I know, but I, <laughs> I'm just saying. But you knew he was going to disappear, and then Maybe I was adding on to that anybody. I agree completely with, like, Ted relationships, I agree, but I don't necessarily feel that way about other people's relationships, because I don't, like, I guess because I don't pay enough attention to casting to know how long they've been cast for, so, like, it's right. possible that they would add another person, you know what I mean, if they found a person for them. But. It is possible, but I think that, that we've seen, though, over the course of it, that anybody else just goes away. Usually it's it's somebody with Ted, which makes sense. Well, that's sense. what I mean, like, it's but, almost uh, always somebody with Ted, so. But uh, I I think that that sort of hurts uh the the thing because you it makes it less you it's hard to get invested in that relationship when you right. have this idea in the back of your head that they're probably not going to last the season exactly okay eh, we'll see what happens hopefully next year is its final season heart of dixie season one episode 22 the big day season finale i really liked the season finale i liked 
Listen, I'm not a Joe. Joe. Let's call it Joe because I was going to go with George and Zoe. I'm um, not a Joey shipper at all. I am a Woey shipper. Um, I don't know. Oh God, really? Uh, it's so dumb. No, I don't know. It was just a really, I think it was a really well handled episode. And when that baby goat got out, I was really, really upset. <laughs> mm, I wasn't too upset. <laughs> You're um, like, I hate goats. I didn't care. I don't hate goats. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by your comments. There was a BuzzFeed article, like one of their BuzzFeed like pictorials that they do. Um, goats hiding in awesome places. And they're, it was just really cool. On top of the sheep. Anyway, go ahead. I enjoyed it as well. I don't know how I feel about the end. <laughs> right. Um, just because I get tired of the triangle thing. So, and and here's the thing. I don't really like Zoe and George together, although I don't hate them the way other people online hate them. And I know <laughs> Patty <laughs> listens, so I know she's one of them. <laughs> oh, Patty. Um, like, I don't hate George. I just don't like George and Zoe together, even though right. I, I actually understand why Zoe would be attracted to George because George has a good job. He's good looking. Like, what? Of course she's attracted to him. <laughs> right. Um, on the other hand... I understand the attraction to Wade. I would prefer she be with Wade myself, but it doesn't mean I don't understand why that character would, you know what I mean? Would believe she's fallen in love with George, whatever. So I think that's my biggest problem with the whole ending is that I feel like the only possible route there is that she decides to not stay, not whatever. I mean, they weren't together with Wade anyway. She just slept with him, but I don't know. I would prefer her, explore the Wade relationship rather than go running to George. And I feel like the answer is she's going to go running to George. <laughs> so I'm a little disappointed in that regard. But other than that, I thought it was a really good episode. I don't really have much to say, I guess. Yeah, I don't have much to say about it either. And I agree. She's probably not going to stay with Wade because the writers seem to like Zoe and George. Well, I don't know if I think the writers like Zoe and George. I think the writers have set it up so that I think the writers like Wade and Zoe um, and they like the fact that Zoe kind of makes Wade want to be a better guy. Right. Um, however, I don't think that it would be fair of the writers not to follow through. Like, they just made Zoe say she loved George, and they've made her say she loved George for, like, four right. or five episodes. Right. So I don't think it would be fair to the story or to Zoe, the character, to then have Zoe immediately feel like, oh, no, now I'm in love with Wade. I mean, right. I think it, it would be only natural that she would feel conflicted and she would feel like, well, I still kind of have feelings for him. You know what I mean? Like, Wade Sexy and I enjoyed what we did. <laughs> but I still have feelings. I enjoyed feeling his love, so to speak. <laughs> yes. Or he doesn't, she doesn't want to, like, necessarily hurt his feelings again type right. of thing. Or uh, I think overall, I think it's possibly a little bit of a problem, but maybe not, in that they've actually done kind of a good job of you don't really – have an idea of where they think like where an ult- ultimately a relationship would go like who is supposed to be the right. couple that finally gets together that's true that's true there's a, a number of possibilities and there. so i think they've done a good job of keeping that unclear but then it also is not necessarily a good thing in that that type of thing is sort of a, an expected thing in a show like you expect there to be uh well shippers for different things you you expect the show to almost have uh and maybe they do but they've just done a good job of of keeping it i mean ultimately it could be wade and zoe 
but she has to try things with See now I don't with, feel with like the show has or? to have a I mean I think probably the writers have who they would prefer her be with, but right. I don't think a show has to necessarily be tied into a one true love, especially with a, a situation like this where Zoe is a new character in these people's lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I'm like, not necessarily new- saying that it has to be. I'm just saying that it normally is. Right. I know, but these people wrote the OC and they didn't do it there. So I guess that's where I'm coming at. <laughs> <laughs> and it like, they were well pretty open to, Street, to other relationships kind of, on the OC. So. And that's the thing. Like on Dawson's, they, they kind of projected it on you that it was going to be Joey and Dawson. And then it changed based on the actors interacted. There was a time, though, on like the OC where it was – of who of who was supposed to be, uh, you know, together, um, you know, it was supposed to be, you know, Seth and Summer, and you know Ryan and the dead girl, and and but you Marissa. know, but things outside of that changed, and and ultimately they put them with with oh, other people. Oh, that's what I mean. Stuff. I think that I don't think that they necessarily have an end game. I think they're open to what relationship seemed to work. Yeah. Right. Um, and in this case, I think both of them work. But at this point, you don't necessarily feel that, like... I don't know who supports George and Zoe, though. Are there any people out there who support Zoe? I don't think so. Also, I hope that they give Lemon, I don't know... Something else to do? Yeah. Besides hating Zoe? And maybe she yeah. won't now that she... I mean, I don't know. <laughs> if George goes maybe running she with Zoe, she will hate her, so... Canceled the wedding and is going after Zoe? Yeah, I mean, I think if George ends up with Zoe right away, I think that Lemon will still hate her so yeah yeah but down the road when it things don't work out for george and zoe and then zoe and lemon become they have something in common yeah <laughs> i thought you were going somewhere else with that i was like really <laughs> i mean i think writers are open to new that, relationships that, but that that would be a big switch up <laughs> and I mean, nobody saw it coming so maybe <laughs> marissa went that way who knows True. <laughs> all right let's move on please let's move on um, Grey's Anatomy, season eight, episode twenty-four, flight season finale. I didn't watch the episode, but I'm like checking Twitter and, and all this stuff, and I saw someone just say, "Like, you guys both watched it, right? I'm not going to spoil if I say it." Um, Lexi, why Lexi? Really? You spoiled me? No. <laughs> and I was like, so sad. Yes, I I didn't know who going in, but because I didn't watch it until last night finally get to the finale last night uh i knew somebody died right and so well wasn't that pretty much stated that somebody was yeah, I you thought kinda, of you going right in that they were somebody was gonna but die. i mean it was i and quite I, frankly if you had that plane accident and somebody didn't die yeah. i was pissed. <laughs> right. or yeah or get hurt or whatever i mean i wasn't happy about but that was the thing is once you saw that once you saw who was on the plane though then you were like okay a major character is <laughs> is going to die like you when you you advertise that somebody may not make it, or you you know ahead of time that somebody it you know it took a little bit, but yeah, the, the I'm I, I'm disappointed to see Lexi go. I actually like. I don't think there's a person out there watching the show that wanted Lexi Gray gone, which is kind of funny because I remember when Lexi was the first had came on as a regular character, and everybody hated her. Yeah, but she totally grew on everybody, and now they're like, why couldn't you have killed someone else? And what I thought was funny about the plane is that so many people on that plane didn't have their contract finalized yet. (laughs) And so I'm thinking, okay, they don't have their contract finalized yet, so they're going to leave it like one of them is going to die. Right. 
But it sounds like Lexi, I didn't watch it, like I said, so it sounds like she died early in the episode, too. Like, it wasn't even, like, the big thing at the end of the episode. Yeah, it was about... About half through. There wasn't really a big thing at the Except that they're, like, stuck in the woods or something. Right. That they're still stuck out there. Here's a question. I mean, it took them to the end of the episode before anybody even realized that they didn't reach their destination. Because they kept just trying to get Owen. Doesn't anybody else have any other, like... I'm reading television without pity. Recap. Um, doesn't anybody else have anybody else's phone number when they just try and call Owen? I know. It was a little odd. Here's the things that are odd about it. One, <laughs> I at first was thinking, do they really charter a plane for him? Do they not just put them on a plane? Right. And then, of course, it actually kind of worked that they had a chartered plane because if they were on a regular plane, they certainly would have notified – the airport would have been like, uh, where's the plane? Right. <laughs> Yeah, but there still would have been an expectation of a, even a chartered yeah, flight so would have too, had a like, flight plan from Seattle to Boise. Exactly. So. There's a little bit of ignoring the logic there that at some point the airport is going to be like, um, where'd that plane go? <laughs> and well, there may have been, you know, obviously they were worried on the other side or there was, you know, and maybe that helicopter was them out searching or, or who knows. Uh, but yeah, it definitely seems like there might have been more of an attempt to contact the hospital. Like. But I think the thing about the hospital, which they're kind of like indicating by the trying to connect contact, sorry, Owen and Owen wasn't responding, is that they were so short staffed at the hospital. I don't know why these guys would make them short staffed. It wasn't like all of them. Um, but they were short staffed so that maybe nobody was checking their phones. But I mean, I don't know why the people who were waiting for them to arrive, right. the rest of the people who went to Did dinner, they have like. like like, why were they going to Boise? Like, what did they... I don't know. It was for some... Something to do with a, sur- a conjoined twin surgery. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, it was a specific surgery. So, I mean, they knew immediately that they weren't... They didn't make it, but they couldn't get in touch with anybody. But, I mean, whatever. I mean, it probably wasn't that long of a time frame. I mean, I don't know, though, because they were supposed to be there and come back before dinner. So, it had to be long enough that they didn't make it there. <laughs> Yeah, well, because yeah, the time that they were supposed to be there passed. Plus, it was dinner time again. Yeah, and yeah, it went all the way through to tonight, and you know they left sometime in the morning or anyway. And it's a short flight, uh, so hmm. anyway, so yes, she died about halfway through, maybe okay. even a little less than. And half. you know what else surprised me? Because I was I said this to Ray. I was like, wait, hold up, Kim Raver's done too. Well, she wanted out. Yeah, she wanted out. Um, Sounds like like Shyler did not want out. Like they, it's Shonda said something specifically asked for her to be out. No, I mean, but like she didn't handle it well because she was said something about how like you know she something something in one of Shonda's write ups made it seem like she and is it Shyler aren't like talking. What? Like it, it felt like she hasn't spoken. Like it just felt like there was contention there, but she was not happy. Did somebody actually have an interview with her rather than just posting her. Twitter I think I don't know. I don't know. Just something I, read I didn't made it feel anything very where anybody had an actual interview with her. They just were reposting what she said on Twitter, and in that thing, she said that they had talked about it long before they actually wrote the episode. Right. They had planned it out, meaning she and Chyler had talked about it. So I didn't get the feeling they weren't happy. It always it. seemed like the. That she was on the show so that, like, if Meredith's character, if they, if she ever decided that she didn't want to be on the show anymore or whatever, you could still have a gray right. <laughs> at the hospital. And now you don't. So, But the show's probably not going to last but another season or maybe two at this rate. 
Um, I, I would still watch something it. I'd like, have a... What? Shonda said something like she had... This, this pisses me off, because why kill the character then? Shonda had other plans for Mark and Lexi and finds it heartbreaking we'll never get to see them. They were meant to be. So don't kill off the character. <laughs> you write Clearly she wanted to have a death, and that was the one that could happen. So you're just upset, but you haven't been watching, so why do you care? So <laughs> I really like Lexi, and now I'm going to have trouble if I ever try and go back to the show. I understand, because Lexi was one of my favorite characters. I'm not, whatever. I was a little afraid that... Um, What's her name? Arizona. I was a little afraid when Arizona started coughing up the blood. That she was going to be? Yeah, like, I thought to myself, they're all, they're worried about, like, Mark, and they're worried about everybody else. So I felt like that that maybe, and then um, Callie kept saying how happy she was, how happy they are right now, and... You know, like yeah, the they were really setting. Yeah, the they were really setting that up to be. Right. And then Karev like called her and was like, "I need to do something without. Like, I need to prove to myself that I can do it without you looking over me and watching over me." So I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> They're setting her. it up that Karev could take over here, and she's going to be gone. And well, it was like a Callie's going to be devastated. Like goodbyes, you know what I mean? Yeah. And setting it up for like the storyline for Callie to be devastated because. Well, especially and since then, they had the death so early in the hour. Exactly. With Lexi, that you kept thinking there's going to be another one. That he ha- he can't die. When she tells Mark that he can't die, I felt like that she knew as well that what was – that you know what I mean? Her coughing up blood and whatever was bad and that <laughs> it was kind of her saying, <laughs> don't die because I'm not going to survive it. Not that she said it outright, but um, – and I guess that could still be a possibility, obviously. They didn't get rescued yet, so um, – but it really felt like they were setting that up and then – so I was kind of relieved, actually, at the end of the episode when that did not happen. I will say that I felt the the stuff at the hospital was a little too heavy-handed. And by that, I mean, like, they would go from – they would try to, like, do a parallel between what was happening at the crash site and what was happening at the hospital. Like, they would try to make whatever was being said at the hospital match up with what was happening at the crash site. And I didn't think it was really subtle. I thought it was a little too – they could have done a little better job. Or having that, them do the same procedure, but they're trying to find something to do it with out you know, right. at the crash site as – Exactly. I just As felt they're like, doing the same thing at a, uh, in right. the hospital with the proper equipment. I mean I actually liked the idea of like everybody at the hospital is just kind of going about their day, not thinking – you know what I mean? Because that's exactly what you do when – Especially when you are in a business where you fly out a lot, you know what I mean? Like they're not thinking about that that's what could ha- be happening somewhere to the people they love. They're just having regular conversations. So I actually – I liked that part. Um, I just didn't like those moments where they were trying to like draw a parallel between the two, whether it was them doing the same procedure or whether it was them talking about something that related to both, whatever. That kind of I felt was a little – it wasn't quite as well done as it could have been. Yeah, well, because that's usually the that's usually their storytelling style is having something mirror where right. people are in their lives. But when the way that it was this time, it it definitely felt like it wasn't as subtle as it usually is. <laughs> it was very much. And maybe this it was because they doing. had to do the cutting back and forth. You know what I mean? Like they didn't just rely on us understanding that that was what they were talking well, about. Well, yeah, and the very stark contrast between a crash site and you know, everybody else just going about their day at the hospital instead of everybody at the hospital, you know, and then right. the patients, this, this became more, yeah, it became, it wasn't, uh, 
usually it's some patient at the hospital or something, their story or something that they're dealing with that uh, mm-hmm. mirrors where everybody else, where people are in their lives or whatever, what they're dealing with. And so this was sort of, it was, when it became sort of like specific things, like like I said, like the medical treatment and stuff like that, that's when it really just sort of popped that uh, it, was, it was very much more in your face that they were uh, yeah, that they know. were doing this. So that's great, Natalie. See, what are we doing now? Okay. Common Law, Season 1, Episode 1, Pilot, and Episode 2, Ride Along. So, Patty, here, this is for you. So, the show is basically this. Two people, two very attractive, very attractive people. One pretty boring and one adorable. Michael Ely, you're super boring to me. Bicker, they solve some mediocre case that I don't remember, and they go to couples counseling. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. Well, you, you forget they start never... in couples counseling, and then oh, they... that's right. They start in couples counseling. They have some story, you know, that's going to closely relate to whatever murder they're solving. They bicker. One always threatens to drive the car and then crash it, and then I don't know. In episode two, he buys a new car. I don't know. Michael Ely, you're boring, and so was the show. Who? Which one is Michael Ely? Without sounding offensive, the black, the black one. one? I don't mind sounding offensive. I mean, it's not... <laughs> it may have sounded less offensive if you hadn't if set I it hadn't up that way. That Here's the thing. <laughs> if we hadn't said it in stereo. It's boring. <laughs> yes. Okay, so I didn't watch episode two, so I'm just going to add my comments now, and then you guys can talk about whatever. Ironically, um, Warren Cole, who's the white one, Warren Cole fangirls just literally the second just followed me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be unfollowing you after they hear oh, Um good. He's super hot. So is Michael Ely. He's just boring. Anyway. It just did not live. Uh, yes, I would agree that it's boring. And it also suffers from the fact that USA did a nice like little promo thing that made it seem like it was going to be more interesting, more, I don't know. There would, there would be more chemistry between the two of them as like a, you know, fighting partners. Right. Like, I don't really buy that they had to go to couples counseling. <laughs> I mean, I guess because all I've seen is the pilot and all we really saw of them fighting enough to justify going to couples counseling was the fighting and being thrown, throwing each other through the window in the office. You know what I mean? But that was like the only time when they were fighting enough that I felt like, okay, I get why they would be like, you have to go to couples counseling. Right. But in general, I was just like, I just don't, I just don't buy the premise enough and you didn't sell the premise. Like you really need to have them not getting along for a little while before you start to have them like, and I don't know how you do it. Or yeah. Or do you need to sure, buy into way- the, cause in the, well, in the second episode, the captain mentioned something about that. They sort of need each other because the way that they're different helps out. Like one of them wants to would like arrest everybody. And the other one would never arrest anybody sort of thing based on their past. And that they sort of need each other to balance each other out. And, I don't know. They didn't really sell that stuff. And the the bickering is not part of it. That's It's not as funny as it should be. Like, it's not as – that part of it is not compelling. Like, a lot of the stuff, you know, cops that don't get along, but, you know, and solving the cases and, and doing it their own way or whatever, that's sort of, like, right up my alley for the type of show. But, like, everything about this just doesn't work for me. Right. Um, and adding on, like, the necessary roughness uh, counselor – in, in the couples counseling just is sort of a weird thing that I don't quite buy really. I don't know as, as much. And, uh, 
And then the other thing that just bothers me is that I know that it's not filmed in Los Angeles, <laughs> but it takes place in Los Angeles. And so I still don't understand. Why, USA? Why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so when they do stuff like they're chasing somebody and there's a, a bus blocking the person that's trying to get away, they have to make it, a, a you know, it has to say Los Angeles County. You know, <laughs> they have to put like these little things every once in a while. Yet none of the cop cars say Los Angeles Police Department on them. You know, it's, it's like there's too many things that are just weird about it where they're trying to make, you know, Louisiana look like, well, I guess – it is filmed in L.A., technically. Um, but uh, that thing just doesn't work. Like, uh, I, I, just I don't, don't know. understand why. Why? It can't be cheaper to film in Los Angeles, I mean, in Louisiana than it would be to yeah, film that. I don't in- know. I don't, well, I think, well, there is, ever since, there is some sort of thing that they've done in Louisiana to bring I know, but shows. for the fact that they have to replace things to make it look like L.A., it can't be cheaper. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you film that in L.A., all that stuff that you're doing after the fact, you wouldn't have to do. So I can't imagine that whatever tax break you get actually makes it cheaper to film there. Yeah, I don't know. It must be must be a good deal. It just seems <laughs> – it's just one of those strange ones. It's one of those things that you're filming there. I don't understand why the show just couldn't take place there. Like, why does it have to be two L.A. cops? Why couldn't it be yeah. two New Orleans cops that are bickering? <laughs> right, exactly. And then you, and and you know, it, that's that's the type of stuff when when they do that is uh, uh, is I get certain things, uh, you know, uh, of of filming something in like Vancouver or something like that, where to make it look like another big city type of thing, but uh, to not <laughs> to not film something. But L.A. seems like the weirdest thing to. You make L.A. look like other places, you know, because a lot of stuff gets filmed there. You don't make other places look like L.A. That just seems weird. And the thing, you know, going back to the buddy, you know, bromance, you know, chemistry, like Tim Decay and Matt Bomer have it. And, you know, Harvey and Mike on Suits, they have it. And from very early on. like From very early on. (laughs) And even for shows, which I think are lesser shows, like Fairly Legal – like Sarah Shaw, he has chemistry with people, so you know you can kind of explain that away. But this just feels like no, I don't. It just know. doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work. Um, yeah, I just can't. I don't. It just didn't live up to anything. And and I think what you're saying to like I think maybe if they had shown the whole you know one cop doesn't want to arrest people, and maybe they planned to show it, but right. I think they had to show it from the beginning. Like you had to show why these two don't work well together. Why they don't work well, like, as cops, but they work well to solve things. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just say it. You have to show it. And I don't think they did a very good job of that. And unfortunately, it wasn't interesting enough for me to even check out a second episode. Sorry, USA. I do love your stuff, but... Not this one. Not this one. Moving on to a show I don't watch, but apparently I should. Sherlock. You should. Season 2, Episode 3, The Reichenbach Fall. Reichenbach? Reichenbach? Season finale. Well, I will say if you do watch, you're better off watching on Netflix or getting the DVDs or whatever uh, because you actually get to watch the whole thing. What did they cut out? Uh, they cut out eight minutes. I don't know what in there, but they cut out eight minutes of each episode. I have watched both episodes, and I really didn't notice a difference. So, I mean, I'm sure there was a difference. I'm not doubting the difference but i don't think it was something that was significant well i yeah but i think what may have gotten cut out is stuff that may not be significant necessarily to the specific mystery or case right but some of the more fun 
type moments and things, character character interactions that get cut out because you don't need them to necessarily. I bet it was some of the setup in this particular episode. I bet it was some of the setup of the fall because all of those little cases that we see him kind of sort of handling at the beginning, which I guess there weren't that many in this episode, but all of those little things that happen all are, you know what I mean? Kind of lead to hit, um, to, Oh my God, Moriarty turning it around on him in this episode. Yeah, for him and you don't necessarily more need them all. And... Right. You don't necessarily need them all, but that's what they all lead to. Um, and so it's kind of neat to see them all kind of fall into place once Moriarty pulls his trick and everybody turns on Sherlock. Here's This is the comment I was going to make earlier, which it's related to Sherlock and related to Psyche. I was reading somebody else was talking about Psyche, and it's funny because she compared Psyche to like a Sherlock type of show where you have the, the one person who's really smart who always kind of outdoes the cops. Um that being Sean. Yeah, based on based on his ability to observe a scene and see things right. and relate them to things that other people don't see or relate them to. Exactly. So anyway, I just wanted to bring it up because I, I thought it was I have never thought of it that way, but it totally is. It I really could see it that way once she said it. So um I just wanted to bring it up. I can't I apologize to the person who brought it up. I can't remember. I think her journal is locked anyway, so even if I told you who she was, you couldn't link to her, so <laughs> um, but I just thought it was an interesting observation. It's not mine. I just thought it was interesting since we're talking about Sherlock. Um, okay, so I love this episode. And of course he's alive. I can't see so now this is my second time watching, or really my third or fourth time watching, because I watched it multiple times when I first saw it. Um and every time I watch it, I try to figure out how he did it. And I still don't know how he did it. I don't know if he if she had something because John isn't doesn't see him hit the ground. Yeah, but well, we he, see him hit the ground. Yeah, because he had somebody go by and bump him to the ground so that he wouldn't see. Right. Exactly. Um, well, not that he's obviously not standing where he can see him hit the ground when he sees him because he's running, but he wouldn't have gotten there before he hit the ground anyway. The guy bumps him and he doesn't see what happens with the body. So there's a possibility that they did some kind of switcheroo, which. I, I don't think there is because clearly it's his body on the ground, but they have to do some. I don't know. I just don't know how he did it. (laughs) It was definitely his body on the ground at the end. And he used he the corner lady definitely helped him out. He needed her help. He needed her. And so definitely something there to be able to fake his death. The other thing is uh, I my assumption is that somehow uh, since you actually see a body fall uh, that he had to have jumped. He ha- it had to have been him. But there's got to be some... he couldn't some... have gotten downstairs fast enough if it wasn't him. But you're trying to figure out what was down there, what could have happened that he could have... I know. He, and if he actually jumped or... The, the other thing that popped in my head, though, was that they showed... Uh, he had the, you know, the dummy hanging in the beginning of the episode. And so it made me think if there was something involved in that where it was the dummy that actually you know, fell all the way down, and then there was a switch somehow, or... My thing is that he's definitely, like, John is looking up at him standing on the the side, so, and he can't make it all the way down before John gets there. You know what I mean? Like, he can't make it all the way down from the, from the, from the roof, and it's definitely his body. 
Like, John touches him, so he's not fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, there, but there's something in the fall. There's something that happens there that you don't see because you, we're seeing – you see somebody – I understand that there's something that happens, but it can't – I don't – that's what I mean. I can't figure out what it yeah. <laughs> Logically, nothing seems to work, but obviously it, there's something. Yeah. I couldn't figure out whether that was something that they meant to leave as the ending where you see him, uh, you know, at the at the uh, cemetery at the cemetery, and and that's the last thing because it almost because other episodes tend to sort of end but then sort of have something that explains something else out. Uh, no, no, that's but, how it ends. But it definitely seems like that should that's the way it ends, and you won't you don't get the explanation until they come back for a third season. <laughs> Yes, I think that is inten- exactly so. I, I suspect he won't be. Maybe by the end of the first episode that we come back with, will he be alive? As far as John is concerned, you know what I mean. As far as everybody is concerned, will he come back to life? I don't know for sure, though. I don't really under. I don't know what the like is. His death there enough, or does he have to worry? And maybe this is something he'll have to figure out before he decides to come back to life. Does he have to worry that Moriarty's death, whatever, his contract on his friends... Like his friends are still could still possibly in danger if he reappeared? Right. And like, does it extend or does it, does it end right there? You know what I mean? Like, it, that, I think that's probably what we'll see him trying to figure out, maybe. Um, and maybe he'll tell John. I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was really good. I still... Every time I watch it, I think it's great. And I love the... I think they do a really good job of – I never doubted Sherlock, but I think they do a really good job of of actually making the audience somewhat doubt him during the scene where um, where Moriarty is pretending to be just the actor for the reporter. You know what I mean? Yeah. They did do a good job of – just that story switch was like – that was really good. <laughs> that whole idea. Right. Uh of of him, you know, going after Sherlock in this way was uh, was was definitely right. an using interesting... Sherlock against himself. Yeah, he... was definitely an interesting uh, story to you know, to set him up in that you know he's the only one that solves these things. Maybe the only reason he's solving them is because he's doing them. Was right. was a nice twist on uh, on that type of thing, and uh, yeah, definitely worth uh, watching. All right, you should be Sherlock. watching the show. I didn't hear a word you said. I tuned out. I know. That's what I say. You should be watching this show. Okay, Amory. Okay, so... Reality check time. Reality check. I just wanted to say congratulations to Kim, the winner of Survivor, because I think she um, she deserved it with the way she played. And uh, that's really all I have to say about Survivor. It was kind of a lackluster season. I am looking forward to next season bringing back some of the medical evacuees because I was always I always get really sad when some of my favorites get sick and they have to leave. So hopefully we'll see someone actually like come back and not that horrible, horrible person, Colton. Um, as for the next Food Network star, I really, really like how um, the season is with the three different guests or the three different kind of mentors um, with teams and, and them really supporting their teams and actually helping them with the food they're making and things like that. So that's very hey, how's cool. the girl from my school doing? <laughs> you have a girl from your school? Who is it? I don't know. One of the women is went to school at UCF. Anyway, go on. I don't know. Uh, hopefully she's doing well and she wasn't the first or second girl kicked off. Um, <laughs> she probably was. I don't like Giada very much. Um, Giada De Laurentiis. 
She's my least favorite besides Rachel Ray. Oh, Giada. Chef. <laughs> um, but I love Bobby Flay, so I want his team to win. Somebody from his team. And Alton Brown is a really, really, really good mentor. He's really supportive, and I really like him. Um, so that's interesting. And I wanted to say this about um, The Bachelorette. Really? Honey, you're 26, and you have so much Botox in your face that it's hurting me. And B... You're 26. Why do you need to go on a TV dating show? You've got plenty of time to find love. Can that be said about any of them? It could be said about any of them, sure. <laughs> but come on. Anyway. Yes, but pretty much the only ones that ever sort of work out are the Bachelorette version. So yeah, they're not going on this show for love. It's all about the fame that they don't get. Sorry. True. <laughs> I guess they get. I guess they get their 15 minutes. Well, in in a lot of the Bachelorette cases, they're getting 30 because. <laughs> they got they got 15 on The Bachelor before they got not picked, and then they get another 15. So wait, I looked up the person that goes to your school, and yes, she still is on there, or went to your school or whatever. She's still on there, and she dresses like she's from 1952, literally, and her po- culinary point of view is that she makes old classics new again, so like, she made meatloaf this week. Okay. Anyway. She almost threw up on the challenge this week. Why? Because she got, like, motion sickness or something. I don't know. Anyway, that's our show for today. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note. And on that note, that's our show. Hmm. So what's coming up next week? Next week is Memorial Day. Uh, yeah, next week we'll be doing a summer TV preview. Not recording until the Tuesday of next week. Although, since I'm heading up for the psych sec visit, Ugh. sorry, Ray. <laughs> Not sure when that episode is actually going to get out uh, next week since recording on Tuesday and leaving on Wednesday. Um, Liz from Nice Girls TV and somebody else that's still yet to be determined. <laughs> yet to be determined. We'll be on to, to go over the summer season and... Uh, Talk about the new shows, returning shows, whatnot. There's a crap ton. Yeah, it's a pretty good, uh, it's a pretty good list, especially on, uh, you know, as this time around, this year rolls around, cable becomes full of TNT uh, and USA. Man, they got like 20 shows each. What? Anyway, TNT and and USA have like 20 shows each. So they don't really have 20, but they have a crap ton of shows. Yeah, you got yeah, and you got stuff on A and E and all kinds of stuff. But uh, you know, more on that next week. Anyway, more on that next week. Our music, when it wasn't provided by me, because I sang a lot today. You did? I did. Day by day. I was just singing some A&E. was provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. Um, All right, that's it. I got to go eat some SpaghettiOs. (laughs) It's a healthy dinner. (laughs) Tasty. It is. I love SpaghettiOs, people. I love them. Uh oh, um, spaghettios. And a bucket of fun. Okay, that's Mr. Potato. Head. <laughs> it's anyway, going on. Okay. I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> totally spiraling out of control. I need to go. Yeah, we've uh, yeah, the episode's gone a little long, so adios. Starting to get a little okay. Ciao. Bye. Bye. We sit glued to the TV set all night and every night. Why go into the outside world at all? Nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.
Okay, I've I don't hit know record. I've gotten out of that for recording purposes, but how upset I am that I'm not going to be at Psych, which everybody else would be like, bitch, you've been twice. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you've been twice. Please tell me you got that. Did you push record yet? I did push record, and this is being recorded. Nice. Yeah. So you got bitch? You've been there twice. <laughs> yeah. I've finally got back on their list, so I'm going. Bitch, you've been there twice. (laughs) I thought we were letting this go so that I don't have to get upset about it. (laughs) Moving on. We call this episode, Bitch, You've Been There Twice. (laughs) What? No, uh, it'll be fun to have uh, see Amory on her first uh, trip with the new passport. I look like a terrorist in my passport picture. (laughs) They might not let me cross the border. Okay. Let's do this. Just say you're Hi. there, people. <laughs> Classic. Sorry. <laughs> I actually didn't even intend it, and usually I intend it, but <laughs> I said just say you're there for to visit people. Don't say you're there for work because it just gets all confusing because really what they're asking is, do I need to be looking for a work visa, which they do not need to be. Sorry. Anyway. Anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, just Hello. taking a couple of days. And welcome to. I'm just going to keep going. No, start first. TV Times survey. No, Hello. Got... 